criminals to try the Fifth Ave store because they have security. Think- not it's not just it's not a, in, at, on Fifth Ave. It's not just the security in the Gucci store. That guy's just wearing like a nice suit. <laughs> but but Cass okay. on Fifth Ave, you just have cops on every other block. <laughs> right. Trump yeah, Tower's but, there. They're just cops yeah, but it's, everywhere. But it's happened though. They've ran into like Bergdorf Goodman and ran out of there with. That's it's the crazy. you know people people are fire bro like but that's not everybody if you go thirty unexpected. deep not everybody's gonna get caught so they're gonna take that chance yeah it's, yeah and because people happen. are like oh they'll never think that they'll get away with it and people will be like watch right they do it under people's noses so but the thing and is if you're... also because I, I security doesn't do it I think thieves have figured out like hey security is not gonna do anything right they're not going to be liable for anything they don't want to get hurt. They know that the store has insurance. They're going to recoup their money. And that's why they're like, they figured it out and they just go ham. Right. Yeah. I mean, and if you're a person who's used to going to high end places and like being feeling secure, you're going to assume at least the Gucci store, if you're paying uh-huh. all of this money, is going to have some better form <laughs> of security. What are, but what are- but what are they going to do? Like have a yeah, shootout? Exactly. They're not going to do nothing. Well, no, I'm not going to war. I'm with you, but it was just interesting to hear the people who are on the floor scared for their life in front of a gun in a Gucci store feeling like, yo, this dude, all he's good for is opening my door. Is he a security guard or is he just a doorman posing as a security guard? You know what I'm saying? No, that's right. They're basically good for opening the door. (laughs) I mean, mean, even if they have a gun, are they really, do you really want that security guard firing at the guys as they try to steal some sweatshirts? Right. But, like, that's, that's so, the thing. What are they going to do? But if you were in the store, right, it's early in the day, and this is just behind the scenes talk, it's early in the day, and somebody comes in with a gun screaming, as Cass once says, okay, corral style. Everybody get on the floor, and you're on the floor. And the first thing somebody says, oh, my gosh, was this security? What did they do? What are you going to be like? They didn't do shit. No, of course. <laughs> no, I'm going to say they didn't do shit. You're absolutely right. No, I'm going to say 911 is a joke. Exactly. But this isn't even 911. And you know what else I'm going to be thinking? I'm going to be like, man, I hope the cops don't show up because I don't want some shootout. I hope these people just get away. Right, right, right. Right. You see? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I will say this, though. If you're going to rob someplace, <clears throat> the Gucci store, the clothes that they have out, because it's a cla- it's supposed to be fancy. It's not attached to anything. Mm. It's, it's not a place where they're worried about people coming in and and kids stealing clothes. Right. So so when you walk in, they may have a four thousand dollars sweater that's just sitting on a hanger. So yeah. if you want to go, if you want to get the bang for your buck, robbery wise, and you go to Gucci or even they could probably even do better at Chanel or Yves Saint Laurent. Right. You can literally <laughs> just take your arm, scoop across all the hangers, dump them in. You just got fifty grand worth of merch. Mm. All right, Rosenberg. You know you. You know I. <laughs> you giving them ideas. He's like, yo, this, well, this kind of genius. Actually, you don't have to rob a bank and expect to get. You just unexpectedly run into nothing. No, is tied down. There's no ink blotters oh to take off. God. Let me tell you something. We right know now, security's not really secure in there. Yeah, yeah they're <laughs> not doing nothing. You'll be fine. Yo, I used to work in a mall when I was like 18, 16, 16. It was, I was like 16, I remember. And I used to work at the store and this one lady came in and she was mad pregnant. And she was like mad loud. She's like, can I use the bathroom? And they didn't let people use the bathroom. They were like, no, there's a 
a bathroom in the mall. You can use that one. So she started screaming, causing a scene. And then she starts peeing in the middle of the uh, of the floor. No. So everybody's freaking out. And guess what? It was all part of a huge robbery because while she was doing all that and all eyes were on her, the entire front of the store got liquidated. <coughs> like they took everything. Wow. Yeah, it sounds like a movie. Up like, wow. It was actually. Yo. Yeah. We were all like, yo, this was smart. <laughs> no, listen, sometimes these, although this one didn't sound particularly smart. I mean, they just rolled in with guns, said, everybody get down, and then, you know, ran out the door and hoped they wouldn't get caught. Soho being, yeah. I guess, Soho is a safer bet than other parts of the city. Like, you don't see cops everywhere in Soho. Yeah. And yeah. the West Side Highway is right there. So you can zoop, zoop. Damn. Crazy. Well, and I mean, it's not right there. They got a little, you got to get through the city a little bit. No, for the West Side Highway, and no, the, the Soho store is right across from the Apple store. I mean, the Gucci one is like on 14th and 9th. It's the, the West Side Highway is like a mm. block and a half oh, away. Oh, oh, wait, oh, it's on there? the cobblestone the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the one right on the oh, corner oh, it's of like on the, 14th oh, and 9th. Damn, you're right, Cass. If that's where it is, that is the perfect. You mean right next to the Rag and Bone store and the Apple store? Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Oh, let me look right now. Oh, wow, you're right. The Gucci meatpacking is at 14th and 9th. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 you're gone. You're on the west side. Now, the funny thing is, though, they did it like 10, 11 a.m. I know for a fact, being on the west side highway at 10, 11 a.m., you might just be sitting in traffic for no reason. <laughs> Word. <laughs> I, I've done that many, many times. Um, Shawnee is the only member of the crew so far, yep. um, at least of us who are here, who's seen Bob Marley, One Love. Yes. Great Most movie. People are asking. And you're into it. I'm into it, even though there's tons of people who... If you if you truly truly follow Bob Marley's story, you're gonna be disappointed in some form or fashion. It just but that's is what everybody it is. who like who sees every movie if they're a hardcore fan, no? Yeah, it's like when we saw the movie Notorious with uh, about Biggie, we weren't those of us who seen it from the beginning to end. We know there were so many little fabrications and inaccuracies and little things, but you watch it for the entertainment value and the fact that there's a movie on Biggie. And you can hear the good music. And it's still telling the story of Brooklyn. And when he first met Little Kim, it's not going to be super on point. So similarly, the Bob Marley film has the same isms. It's a portion of his life. Um, it has amazing music. It's basically inaccurate when it comes to some small details. But it's an overview of a legend who has never had a movie done about him. So if you just go to be entertained, you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, like Shawnee was mentioning some of the critiques and like, you know, the average viewer is not going to be like, yo, I didn't I didn't get enough of Bunny Whaler in the story. <laughs> that, they're not going to say that. You know? Yo, but the Jamaicans <laughs> are saying that, yo. No, and, and, and I get it. And I would, too. If you're if you're Jamaican or you're a real Bob fan, yeah, you're going to be like, yo. How much Bunny Whaler's in it? How much Peter Tosh is in facts it? and Tosh is in it, right? They're both in it for a quick scene in a studio session to show when they first cut their first record. And that's kind of the only but piece. That's of it. That's all that. And what about Jimmy Cliff? Nah. There, no, no there's Jimmy a Cliff. name, there's a name mentioned, but no. So these things are gonna happen though. But I did he my my brother also told my brother said mm -hmm. he saw it last night with his kids. He took his two 16-year-olds to see it. Everyone loved it. And, you know, my brother's not a big Bob, crazy Bob head, but he is a knowledgeable music fan. He thought it was fantastic. He gave it a 9 out of 10. Thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's high, but yeah. 
Yeah, I can see where if you didn't follow, you'll enjoy it because you know the music, you know the songs, and it's good. Now, so what would you give it out of ten, Sean? I don't. I wouldn't give it a low number because I don't think that would be fair. So I would have what, to. How keep, much did you enjoy it? Like just from just the purposes of enjoying the film. I well, one when we look at the screen, the easy critique off top is this dude is wearing a wig. You know what I mean? And he's a Trini. So I'm happy he's a Trini, but the fact that he's wearing a wig and he's not Jamaican off mm. top made people upset because it's like, dang, you couldn't find a Jamaican with dreads and he got so many family members to like play his part. And Rita Marley, who's the main premise of this whole movie surrounding her, she's not Jamaican either. So it just makes people feel like, man, why didn't you bring it closer to the home? But I would give it, I give it a seven. I give it a seven. Feels like disrespect. That feels like disrespect. No, sevens. I, I mean, sevens like not strong. Disrespect. I mean, I could give it a seven. I mean, there's ten, Shawnee. There's ten, right? There's ten. Ten, ten is then high. There's nine. Then there's nine. nine which nine is, is damn good. Nine is damn good. Then it's then eight, which is it's really good, man. No, no, right. And then see, that's the thing, Cass. He didn't go with that one either. But he's he yeah, going he with seven. You went to you gave it a C, bro. Because you, you said you said. Eight is really good. It was really good. Yeah. With that type really of image. seven it's really means it's good. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't like it, man. No, I, 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 like, yo, I left uh, you liking see, Shani, it. That's why I hate ranking things. I, I feel like it. I feel like yeah. I feel, I feel like, like Shawnee. <laughs> I feel like Shawnee's being affected, cast by the fact that he's hearing like the, a lot of the hardcore fans and Jamaicans are right. You're the truth that you really thought it was a good movie. Yeah. It just wasn't all the way accurate. But yeah. guess what? Malcolm X wasn't all the way accurate. Yeah. And it got nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. And Denzel got nominated for Best Actor. And it was great. It's a classic. Uh, well, let's say this. To, to your point right there, I caught a, like, one-something movie. So I was done around, let's say, three, four. I thought it was good all the way up until about nine o'clock. And then I spoke to a Caribbean person. <laughs> See? So, in my first opinion, in that conversation, I said it first. I was like, yo, did you see the movie? And they was like, yeah. I then responded and was like, yo, I thought it was good. Just like that. And then the response was, eh, but, and then da-da-da-da-da. And then the forwards of the criticisms. And then the next day it is, and I, and I was like, I can see what they're saying. And I saw that, and I see this point, and I see this point, and I see this point. So I'm like, I get it, I get it. But my first impression... When I watch no blood clot Babylon movie, <laughs> Shani was like, I was, so like, I was like, well, really? I thought it was great. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, wait, hold on. blood clot Babylon, I what? was like, wait, wait, kill Babylon. True, true. I was like, wait, 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 no, good. <laughs> wait, hold on, you, you were sensing Babylon? I, I didn't get Babylon. I, I really enjoyed it. Johnny, you should. <laughs> Yo, yeah, not part uh, of Cast. Got to jump in the mix. No, do, go ahead, Cast. Though, oh, let's see a bunch of comments. <laughs> oh, a bunch of comments. So what they talking about? Um, uh, DJ John's in the comments. He says Shawnee went to Jamaica twice. Now he thinks he's Jamaican. I mean, First of all, I've been to Jamaica mad times. I, I got to go this weekend. You know what I'm saying? Me? I have going to back again uh, this weekend. This weekend. Um, Messiah Juni says I gave it a seven out of ten. I said seven. Okay. 
Um, let's see. So Bright says, why do these two Jews think they're cool? Wait, laughing face. And I don't even know who the other Jew is. So <laughs> Who's the other Jew right now? I don't know. Who knows? Um, I'm not Ebro. <laughs> yeah, that's not Ebro. That's Sean. All right. And he's only half. We'd only be at one and a half. Right. Um, Ellen says, it was so good and the actors were good. Also, you need to be able to understand what they're saying. Um, <laughs> she didn't if, understand the language. If, if they had a true Jamaican cast, yeah. How much pot, how much pots was in the movie, and did they did they um give you subtitles? No subtitles, all Jamaican accents. But really, no subtitles for Patwa. Yeah, no subtitles. So that's it, but it, it, that's interesting, no? Yeah, yeah. You would think maybe they should have, but. The dude's accent isn't so thick that you can't understand. It's like when Bob Marley talks, you can understand him. Yeah, but what about the other people who aren't Bob Marley? They kind of are in that same Bob Marley vein. With okay, English so, is so it's not. It's not like I can't watch Shatas without subtitles. Subtitles, but anytime you've ever seen a Bob Marley interview, you've understood him fully. True. True. It's it's like that. It's like Got that. It. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Across the board. Um, uh, only morale said uh, to me, but yeah, but Malcolm X is not a musical, Peter. Is this a musical? No, this isn't a musical. <laughs> this no. is about music. This is not, not a musical. Sing. They're not, he's not going. I'm feeling I should light a spliff <laughs> and smoke upon the earth with my friends. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Yo, it's, uh, it's not, it's not a musical. The, really, the, the best comparison, at least for our world, is notorious. Shiny love ah, musicals. I do jazz fingers. <laughs> well, yeah, Notorious. I would have given a seven tops. Yeah, it's, it's the best comparison. Where Notorious wasn't a musical, but it's studio sessions. It's the first time he did party and bullshit. You know, it's, so it has all that stuff. So you you do have the awkward the awkward moments where he's like starting to strum, and it's like, oh, you realize he's playing One Love. Yeah, yeah, it's it's that. <laughs> It begins to stir it um, up. I'm reading the comments. Money King Kev. So we're only live after the after show. We're only doing this every Tuesday, okay? So not every day. Hell no, we're not doing e this every day. No, every <laughs> Tuesday. Tuesdays. Every like Tuesday. 30 minutes after the show. Um, let's see. Messiah. Yeah, you'll understand everyone. Um, that's interesting. Uh, I, that it makes me feel like it's not authentic enough. I feel like <laughs> if it was authentic, I wouldn't understand it all. Right. That's why you got to give it a seven, because it's not whack. You you don't want to give it a, a six, five, none of that. It's, it's definitely. But they a, didn't go like they weren't like, hey, we're gonna push it and make it maybe a little hard for some people to get, but it's gonna be a great movie. They went with, we're just gonna go mainstream. Everyone likes it. It's the Bob Marley story. Yeah. Happy, happy. Yeah, and like I said, we all know Bob was a gallus. He had a lot of women. They didn't emphasize that. And a, a huge relationship outside of Rita Marley was Damien Jr. Gong's mom, who was Miss Universe. That was huge. And they didn't touch on that at all. And that was mm. while he was with Rita. Rita. Rita was with him his whole life. Like from the So beginning. they didn't do they didn't they didn't have him stepping out at all. No, it gave one impression where he was like, Yo, I want you to he was in London. England, not to give away the movie, but he was in Europe and he's like, I want you with me. And she's like, you sure you don't got your own, you don't have enough company out there with you already? And it shows a woman standing in the background. That's probably the only suggestive <laughs> light. Oh my God, okay. That's the light. That's the little yeah. light. That's yeah. like the... He's in a phone booth talking to her and a woman okay. is like 
by a building standing in the door and she's clearly waiting for him to get off the phone. And she's like, you sure you don't have enough company already? And he's like, y'all, I, I want you near me all the time anyway or something like that. That's the only impression that Bob Marley was a Gallus at all. Gallus, and we know he was out here. Uh, Bob Marley was out here. <laughs> and had mad children by a lot of different women. Uh-huh. How many? Uh, yeah, how many different uh, moms are there? A lot. Yeah. Um, Isaac, we just finished talking about Vince Staples. Wait till we upload sorry. the video because we talked about it a lot. Yeah, yeah, we get we gave thoughts on it. It's it's good. It's definitely worth a watch. Um, I'm enjoying. People are the asking. Staples. They're saying if we watch Benzino on Drink Champs. No, but I saw this clip where he was like crying, and it was a lot. I I was Should like, I pull oh, the clip up? Man. Maybe I'll pull it. I'm gonna pull the clip up. This is not what you want. <laughs> it's not what you want. It's not what you, you want. But by the way, in. have you seen it yet, Johnny? I have not. Hold on. Oh, I'm about to pull it up right now. Damn. When you type in Benzino C on YouTube, crying is the first thing that pops up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? No, nah, it's the first thing. <sighs> Why is he crying? The funny part, the funny thing is I heard, I haven't watched the whole thing, but I heard that prior to him crying, before he gets drunk, mm-hmm. like he's really talking shit. Mm. And then when he gets really drunk, he starts crying. Mm. So like, it's so really like, it actually like, is both. So it's even worse when you start off talking shit. Oh my God, it's terrible. And then as it goes on, you're like, but now that I think about it, <laughs> I still love you. Yeah, hold on. Let's <laughs> here, uh, I'm going to share my screen. That's, that's basically here. I, I just shared my screen. Chrissy, will you accept that? So he was all aggressive and then he was like, somewhere deep down in my heart, I still love you. Oh, <laughs> right, here we go. Let's, let's see if you guys can hear this. Like him because he's white. They don't fuck with us. Let me try to make Eminem. I dusted Eminem. Rap Elvis, bitch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about that? I go. How about that? How come he ain't answer? How come he ain't answer me? I'll beat the shit out of him with these. Eminem or Machine Gun Kelly? Eminem, bro. So, so which Eminem, so bro? Both of them, bro. Cassidy will kill Eminem in a battle rap, bro. Why do y'all give Eminem so much props? Why? Why do y'all like him because he's white? Is that it? What do you mean? Chrissy, will you hit the um hit the little thing where it shows us four on the side and the video in the middle? I think you can do that. We don't listen to that in the hood, bro. A few moments. Drinks. Look, look, a few moments later. I'm gonna get Eminem. I don't want to go through, I don't want to talk about it no more. I don't want to, for 22 years, every time I do an interview, they ask me about Eminem. <laughs> Come on, man. My daughter came into the industry figuring that, hey, I got to be cool with Eminem because everybody's against my dad. <laughs> no, no, man. Oh, oh, man. Oh, man. Failing as a people. Yo, <laughs> no. Eminem. I don't know him to hate Let him. The on, the hate t- on the table. He went shit on the table. <laughs> Yo, hold on. Hold hey, on, white people. Tired of this oh, shit, man. God. It's just too much. I don't want to be the bad guy. I got an eight-year-old son that I dropped off at school this morning. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm all right. 
I don't want my DMs filled with, I've had nine pages knocked down a million. White people think, I love, I love all people. So oh, man. Damn. All me and Eminem got to do is sit down and talk with each other. Let's sit down and talk. Let's battle. Let's do whatever. But let's what? at least face to face and meet each other. <laughs> if that was to happen, would you give him a five? Fuck it, man. I'd hug him. So I was just scrolling on Twitter. Wow. Yo! Wow. A minute ago, he was like, yo, he can't handle me with these. Now he's like, yo, I'd hug him. Yo, listen, it's, it's listen to me. It's kind of sad, guys. No, it is sad. By the way, it is sad. And yes, I'm laughing because he deserves that. But it, it is. it did make me a little sad, too. Dang. But, yo, M, if you're still the savage you used to be, no. I need that on an album. I need yo, that on the interlude. I'd hug him. Oh. Yeah, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> I don't want You got to use that if you're Eminem. Bro. You have to. Bro. Yeah, I think you file this under not what you want. It's um, not what you want. Yeah, it's not. It's not. By the way, though, the biggest, the biggest, congrats. Hit the button real quick. The delay. The biggest button is drinking that much. Yeah, to where the, to where the truth comes out. The real you done. I mean, the truth. Wow! Congratulations, you played yourself. Probably it have- probably was more than he even really feels, Laura. I right. guarantee you, he doesn't actually feel that sad about it, but he's <laughs> wasted. <laughs> When you wasted everything, it's like just sad. You like, and then I stepped on a bug today. <laughs> you know, it's just everything is falling apart. <laughs> is yeah. right? Is that much emphasis? That much more emphasized? Nah, M, M you got to do the right thing. You got to use this. <laughs> you got to put it in song. What would he do? I feel if it was reverse. If it was reverse, what would Benzino do? He would take the clip, he throw it right in the song. M. You could say he's above that. M's not supposed to be above that. M's the king of petty. Y'all remember the different things Eminem has responded to? Yeah. I would yeah. make this the chorus of a song. I would literally make put it on beat. So when he's like, I would hug him. I don't want. I would make that on beat in the song. Make that a song. Yes. Terrible. Go. I'd be like, yo, karma serving you, my G. Like, <sighs> look at you now. I mean, y'all remember, Benzino created an entire, when he owned the source, he made an issue that was dedicated to outing and ending Eminem. <clears throat> he dedicated his, so if you're Eminem, do you let go? I mean, do you let go? On top of all the other things that have been said back and forth. Now, it is true, M, M's beef with Benzino, it's honestly one of the things that makes me like Eminem. Because a lot of people would have said, why am I even beefing with Benzino? Who's Benzino? Honestly, I mean, for a lot of young people out there, guys, I like, think they right. know Benzino because of the Eminem beef. Of course. Other than that, yes. it's like, who is this dude? They don't remember. Yo, you think people out here remember Almighty RSO? Or they remember that Benzino had a couple of singles <clears> with some features? Like, they don't remember that. No. But M beefing with them. There's, I, a, there's a whole generation that only know him from Love and Hip Hop. Right, and then there's Love and Hip Hop. Uh. So and now there's Coyle Ray. When you think about it, I mean he's really put together a a, a long lasting hip hop legacy. When, hey. you, when you think, yeah, listen, you're not going to be in the conversation with Eminem, but like it's still a pretty damn good. You had multiple runs. You made it work. You ran the source. You did love and hip hop. Now you've got this amazingly talented daughter. I don't know what their current situation is, but either way, oh yeah, don't forget the made men. Sorry, 
uh, sorry, I totally skipped the Made Men portion, including uh, Cast when he was in Made Men. They had they had a song with Pun. I mean, no one really knows it, but I know it. Deja Vu remix, I believe. Uh, and then Benzino had Rock the Party. He had a little single <laughs> there for a second. We should take these kids. These kids don't know. You're, you're little streamers. They can't give you the history of Benzino like this, all right? They might be able to give you all kinds of entertaining things. I guarantee you they cannot name Benzino singles like we can. That was tough, man. Whew, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Have we ever seen after a beef years later? One of the people in the beef breaking down and crying over it and being like, please, please let it end. I don't think we've, I don't remember seeing that in hip hop ever. Like where uh, OG just is bawling like real tears over another rapper. That's the, I mean, you could count, Shawnee, the amount of times they just sat down and cried real tears over anything. Yeah. So you know what? Rather than look at this as a negative, right. I want to give Benzino props for, for being, being the in first touch with his feelings and being the first. Give it up! Make some noise! Make some noise for Benzino, everyone! For being a pioneer. So if it ever happens after this, they'll be like, "Well, Benzino actually." Don't breathe. No one was crying. No one was crying in interviews before Benzino. <laughs> no one. No one. Nobody you, cried over the old beef before Benzino cried over, did. Yo, do you remember LL and, and Cool Mo D crying? No, I don't think so. Right. Jay-Z did Biggie Nas. and Pac ever come to tears? No. No. Jay-Z, Nas. Like, none. none. Maybe, I don't remember anyone one. crying in a beef. Pioneer. <laughs> you know <what> Pioneer. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh-huh. He has pioneered something. Damn it. So congratulations. Yo, but the drink champs, they, they scored a good one. That is, they had to know. Yo, Nori was sitting there. Nori must have been sitting there fucking just counting money in that moment when he started crying he was like oh shit we right. got another one right this is about to be millions he's like i needed this my favorite and he was is definitely the one with pharrell that's my favorite that was dope. oh yeah why, but why, why laura because he starts getting drunk and spicy right right you see him at the beginning he's all like oh i don't know if i'm gonna have a drink okay fine maybe i'll have one and then next you know he's saucy <laughs> and what? you never really hear pharrell without being super calculated you know what i mean he's always like this very zen pharrell and mm-hmm. always positive you know quotables and he was he was loose so really? that's why i liked it yeah it was fun you never watched it I, I, the way you're saying it now, I don't know if I have. I'm like, I feel like I, I need to revisit it. Maybe I'll, I'll revisit it and then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I saw this. But yeah, yeah you make it sound extra interesting. I want to go back. <laughs> I, I like that. that. was Yeah, Purple Rain, remember? <laughs> that was mid um, That was mid COVID. That was oh, yeah. a little like when the panini was slowing down. <laughs> mm. Oh, when the panini was slowing down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, I, yeah, I need to watch I remember him debating. One. He's like, my wife's going to kill me if I take off my mask. I remember him saying that. Oh, yeah, because he's wearing a <laughs> mask like the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, but he still it managed to have some beverages. Yep, yep, yep. No, yeah, that was it. That I was a, you know, shouts, shouts to drink champs. They they found they, they got another hot one. Yes, yes. Wonder yes. who they're going to follow up with. Uh, thank you. Thank you guys for joining us. Oh, by the way, so Ebro Baby real. Watch. Mm-hmm. We update? don't have any update. Laura, okay. do you want to text Ebro and see if there's an update? All right, let me hit him. Da, da, da. We haven't heard anything since yesterday. 
Yeah, but I don't think so. I'm sure he's going to text us if anything, you know. He, but he'll wait a while. We may not find out right away. My prediction is, Shawnee, Laura will get a text privately. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of us will find out. And then the what? world will find and out. And then the world, right. That's the order. Right, I think. That's, that's, the like that. that's the order. Then us. And then, and then the world. Then the world. Now, Laura, here's what I really want you to do. Right. Ebro hasn't had a kid in mad long. Right. Like, he hasn't had a baby in mad long. Right. Uh-huh. And no matter how much he talks as if he's baby and has taken care of 90 kids, <laughs> he's really taking care of one. Right. You are the more recent baby parent. Mm-hmm. I want you to son Ebro at least a few times on these new. Because, Sean, you know, everything changes in the parenting world every few years. Yeah. Things are different. You you having baby Kenza was right. different than baby Issa. She was a whole generation back. That's 10 years of ago. Course, right. Of course. Right. Yeah. Don't yeah, just let had, Ebro immediately slide, slide into expert slot. with him. I'm like, did you did you look into this? Did you look into this? He's like, yeah, nah. I'm like, well, you might want to. You know, you might want to. I I just want you to I want you to hold your ground. That's right. And I want you to do some sunning on this because you're a mom, oh. first of all. Second of all, you have the recent infant. Like Shawnee, what's the biggest gap you have between kids? It, it it's not that long, I guess, right? No, I mean my daughter and my oldest son, maybe by nine. Well, that's what's. Nine oh, that's years. nine. That's nine years. Yeah, like nine years, ten years, like that. So when you when you first held your son, mm-hmm. after that nine, ten year gap where your kid was now a kid, were you kind of like, whoa, I'm, yeah. I'm back in it? It's, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, it's all new again. I got to refresh. Now, between Yo, my sons, it's only, yeah, it's only three years. But that first gap, like, nah. It's like. That's, it's starting over again. Yeah. How like, do I. You're put, like, oh. You've got to remember how to wipe a diaper, a butt correctly again. You know what I'm saying? How to to wipe a butt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yo, it's real. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. And then you forget how much you can take. Like when you get those diaper explosions, you know, you feel like, (laughs) how much can I take? And that's it. You have to do it. You have to clean up no matter how gross it is. No matter how gross. That's the realest. You know what it is to have blood under your nails? Do you know that? (laughs) Honestly, I don't. Laura, that, that's the realest thing you ever oh, wrote. Bracelet, you know what I mean? Because you're just like, Yo, oh my god! No matter how gross it is, and you gotta get it all the way clean. Oh, yo, thumb, you can't miss a speck. Nothing. Because that one speck, this skin is so sensitive, could end up uh-huh. creating a rash. Oh, you, you gotta thoroughly like. <laughs> No matter how, yeah, Lord, that's real. Yo, P, and then they're screaming in your ears, so you're just like <laughs> trying to get it done. Like. And then when you finally get it done, <laughs> they pee up the diaper right after. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> you like, y'all just say, and it may be an easier, like, play this time, but it's like, I just changed you, my G. Like, yo, that happened to my friend. My friend said, my son just peed in my face, like, yo, in my face. Face. Yo, them boys it's, will pee on you. Just know it'll humble you, okay? Yeah. Kids will humble you. No. <laughs> no, listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys something very real that's going to be fun to watch when Natalie and I get there. Yeah. I have no diaper experience. Yo. It, yeah. Even though, like, so Natalie always comments, and, and Laura could probably even comment, I'm very comfortable with babies. Like, holding, yes, yes. playing, caring. I'm, I've, yes. I did all that with my niece and nephew when they were teeny tiny preemies. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. 
Right. But just be honest, they never asked me to change diapers. I have no diaper changing experience. Ever. I don't yeah. think I've ever wiped a butt. B, you got to get the, <laughs> du- the the double ankle clutch. Besides mine, right. The the double ankle clutch. Right. I know, you know to hold them upside down. Yeah, well, when they're on their back and you bust open the diaper and you're like, <laughs> your first impression is L, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, I've seen it. I've you, seen it. Yeah, you go L and then you spread the diaper. You have to take the legs and the pull up with two hands in one two ankles yeah. in yeah, one yeah, hand so, you can, then wipe so that you hand. can do the work all the work while maintaining this strength right remove that one toss it without doodle being everywhere <laughs> and then thoroughly wipe yeah. grab the new one put it in lay and, then, and, 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 and by the way don't forget sometimes it goes up the back right you got to make sure you check up the back in the because the then you got to change the shirt too you was hoping you didn't have to go that far, but you got to change the undershirt now. By the way, by the way, shut up, Bascom. Bascom said, I don't think I ever met someone who never changed a diaper. You're just so deep in having kids, you don't remember the world. Mad oh, no. people who didn't have kids didn't change diapers. That, yeah, that, that's relatively common. Right. I, I, if you didn't have any, like, I, I, I didn't never lived with my niece and nephew. So I, right. I saw some diapers getting changed here and there. I know the techniques. I saw them. And then also you have the part that's tough is, Depending what gender, if your gen, if your child's gender is the opposite of yours, yeah, the first yeah. time around, now you're getting used to cleaning things that you've never cleaned before. <laughs> yes, it's you different have to learn equipment. Understand? Yes, yes. Like Laura, you oh. you didn't get to have that experience. You just have parts that you know. You didn't have right, to operate right. with someone's weird little tiny baby balls. That's, That's a whole different operation. She was just like, I got peed in my face. Like, kids will humble you, bro. Humble you, you holding them up. you like, God, oh, a cute little baby. And then uh-huh. they just burp and spit up all over your new fear of God hoodie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Natalie, just, Natalie just walked in the room and looked at me and just went, baby balls. <laughs> That's what we're talking Dude, about. Yes. You gotta clean up around the baby balls. <laughs> you, gotta, you never know. You never know. All right, guys. Uh, we yeah, will keep speaking right. of which. We'll keep you posted on everything uh, Baby Watch tomorrow. Maybe you will be back. We don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Bye, guys. Ebro in the morning with Laura Stiles and Rosenberg. Hot 97. Just don't call it a podcast.